Hey, what is going on, guys? Talk Nerd City here, back for the second episode of the TNC podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. If you are watching, hello on YouTube, hello on iTunes, and hello on SoundCloud. Um, Chris, hello. First week it was a good one. Went down well. Um, did it? Yeah, it did. Um, so thanks, first of all, to everyone who watched. Um, we are now on iTunes, so you can subscribe on there. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later on. But a slightly more negative um, Slightly. schedule this week. <laughs> Slightly, Jack. Yeah. It, it, it all went um, oh, in, in the nicest way possible. Tits up, didn't it? It did. <laughs> it did. Um, I thought... Well, what can you say? We were shambolic from start to finish. Um, I knew it'd be a difficult game against Wednesday. Um, I said before the game I'd take a draw. Mm. And obviously you would after that, wouldn't you? But no, absolutely horrendous. Everything about that game was horrendous. I mean, we're going to be talking about the Bristol City game a bit later. And the way this has worked is basically you might be watching this after the Bristol game has happened. So we will touch on that later. But at the moment, we are going to be talking about the Sheffield Wednesday game and the game that kind of killed us off um, before it, we, we said, you know, after the Ipswich game, although we drew, it was a, a, a positive performance, you could say. Um, I know you had different, but we still drew that game. We didn't lose, and it did put us in a position where we could have really yeah. pushed on. We didn't. Um, there was a stat that, that said um, we now haven't beaten the top 10, the current top 10 at all this season. Um, it, That's why we're not going up. That's yeah. why we're not going up. It's as simple as that. I mean, Against Wednesday, we we t- we take an early sort of um, Sheffield Wednesday te- take the lead quite early on um, defensively all over the place. Yeah. They score another one, but but you get back into the game through Cameron Jerome two one. We actually had a few chances after that to to get it back and uh, and go into two two. Do you think this is almost a mental weakness that we just can't seem to when we go behind get back into games? Yeah, I think uh, I think we've lacked the um, the mental strength. And, and grit all season um, uh, we mentioned it last time Jack as, as soon as we go a goal down it, it's almost game over now and that's such a shame uh, and I think I think it is of course um, the players are on the pitch doing a job but I don't think that the manager is or can inspire these players anymore um, I think he had a great impact at the beginning obviously Wembley will never forget that of course but can he inspire these players now the answer is no it, at the moment, though, it does look, um, when you're watching this Alex Neal's press conference, which was on Monday, um, it, he seemed very downbeat. So did Johnny Howson. But I, he, I, just, I, still think, I still think that Alex Neal believes that he, he is pretty secure in his job. All right, well, fair enough. But, I He's mean, not, though, is he? Well, I think he is. I don't think he is. I think the board would be crazy not to review the situation. Um, yeah, well, well it's all well and good saying they'll review <laughs> the situation, but it doesn't mean they're going to sack the manager. I think, well, I know for a fact, every single person that, that watches and listens to this knows for a fact, Jack, that if we do not get in the playoffs this season, it is a complete, utter failure and might be harsh, but it is a disgrace. Hmm. With the squad we've got, it is an absolute disgrace. So where does, the, where, does the, where does the blame lie then? Because, you know, you've got a manager here who's, who is clearly underperforming and for whatever reason that is, isn't getting the same results yeah. that, he, that he was a few seasons ago. You've got a set of players who, on paper, are very talented, but for whatever mm. reason aren't gelling. Cameron Jerome said there's a distinct lack of respect for each other, Needs to talk for the coaching well, staff. Yeah, we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, so where does the blame lie? Is it Alex Neal? Is it the players? And in the summer, if Alex Neal is still in charge, 
is he the man to, to take us forward? I think everyone needs to take the blame. I think everyone needs to pay, take the blame, Jack, because in, the, the players have thrown Alex Neal under the bus at the beginning of the season. Fact. Yeah. Alex Neal hasn't made the right tactical decisions. Fact. Uh, and you know he's 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 not inspiring the players at all. We've had Jez. We've had two two chief execs this season. Jez, yeah, and Steve Stone. Jez and Steve Stone. So there's that. And currently don't have a CEO. Yeah, exactly. So. so there's a complete lack of stability, and as a collective mix, Norwich City have been a mess this season. And now I believe Delia and Michael are going to get a grip on things. I think they're going to change the club culture back to what it was. I, I hope they do anyway. What, what, what was it? It was, a, it was a family club that worked hard and fought hard. Mm. Um, and that goes. It doesn't. It, that doesn't just stop with the players, Jack. I'm talking about the staff at Norwich City. I'm talking about the fans. There's no feel-good factor at all. Even at the start of the season, there wasn't really that genuine belief that we'd go up. Right? Mm. It was always yeah. like, oh, we got Alex Neal, so it might be a bit dodgy. And and that and this is it. And and this is one of the things that is absolutely crucial. We need a manager with experience that can inspire the players. We need Delia and Michael to say, right, this is the club culture, this is where we're at, and this is what we're doing for next season. And for me, which is what we might go on to talk about in more, Jack, is we have to start playing youth players now. Mm. Those stars that are the third best team in the league haven't done it. They haven't done it. And you look at, you look at the likes of Madison, Godfrey... You know, Jacob and Josh, of course, are ready. Toffolo. Um, Toffolo. Toffolo, I, I said it and got slated for it. I'd much rather Toffolo than, than Olsen, of course. Olsen's buggered off. What a surprise. Hip, hip, hooray. Um, and, the, and the other thing I said as well, Jack, which I got slated for, which would be interesting to get the, the opinion of, of the listeners, um, is Declan Rudd. Mm. So, I've, you know, we've had, we've had to have some shouts of, oh, let's get McGovern back in now. What about Declan Rudd? He cares about this football club. And he's up for it. Why give him a chance? Yeah. Well, we did give him a chance last season. Didn't go great, did it? So. Well, that was in the Premier League. It was in the Premier League. Um, anyway, let's touch on on Cameron Jerome. His his post match interview, which um, I would say went viral, but it's certainly one of the one of the most entertaining mm. interviews this season. And certainly, can't uh, wait to talk about it. Yeah, it certainly showed what we've all been thinking. Really, this this season in yeah. which we've all said from from three months ago, four months ago, that mm. we feel that Alex Neal has lost the dressing room. I think that was pretty evident that Jerome was touching on that. A lot of people were saying, basically what Jerome's word for word was, we've, we lack respect for our teammates and the hard work that the coaching staff does for us not to perform them um, duties and them Ignore orders, the that was pitch. the other thing. Ignoring orders is a certain lack of respect. So he, wasn't, he wasn't saying that they lack respect kind of uh, directly it was because they're losing games and because they're not carrying out yeah. instructions, there's a lack of respect. And it's because of the hard work that's going in and that isn't showing. So Cameron Jerome clearly cares about the football club and I think his recent performances have, have, have shown that he, ha- he does yeah. have quality in this division. Yeah, definitely. What, what did you make of that, of that Cameron Jerome post-match interview after, after Sheffield Wednesday? I loved every second of it because it's what I've been crying out for all season. Someone with some guts someone with some honesty mm. and someone that actually just wants to put their hands up and say, you know what, I want to tell the fans right now how it is. Mm. I do feel that the players that have come into press, co- press conferences before and after games have kept to the script. Yeah. Jerome's gone, you know what, sod this. This isn't right. I'm just mm. going to tell the brutal truth now. 
because it was do or die at Wednesday. Yeah. Season's gone now. So tell the truth. Cameron Jerome done that and, and he deserves all of the credit in the world for that. I've seen some negative feedback, Jack, about Cameron Jerome's interview and I just, I find that absolutely outstanding. I think it's about, I don't you think it's great that players come forward and it's just been honest? Mm. Well, uh, even Alex Neal said that he, w- he, w- he was chuffed that uh, Jerome was honest and I think he, Alex Neal realises that that is what the fans want. And I think to be fair to Alex Neal, he has been honest for, for the majority of this season. I know he said things that, you know, he has to say. To, but um, I think the thing for me was about this Cameron Jerome interview was, yes, it was refreshing. It yes, time, yes, it, it was nice. But, We've heard it before. Russell Martin after Brighton. Exactly the same thing. Okay. Um, but that's only, but did that's any, only twice. Did anything, change, did anything change from Brighton? No, it didn't. Um, if, we, if we hadn't have heard okay. that interview from, from Brighton, then I maybe would have been more open-eared to it. And I fully respect Karen Jerome for what he said, and I fully um, f- appreciate what he said, and I agree with what he said. But it's all well and good saying things in an interview, but that's not going to get you promoted, is it? No, not of, of course, Chad, but... Cameron Jerome, he did the right thing, and I'm really pleased that he did that because he de- he deserves the right to to say how he feels, and and it's nice to see that Cameron Jerome is in that pack of players. We mentioned it last week, Jack. There's a pack of Norwich players that care about the club: Russ, Evo, mm. Ruddy, Cam Jam, Housen. Yeah, yeah. You see Housen today in his press. I mean, conference. you look at the core; there is a, a the same core that we had the last championship yeah, that's campaign. Part of problem <laughs> is it. It is part of the problem in a way. Literally, this season, as as we've touched on already, it's collectively, it's everyone. And actually, I'm going to get some slack for this. I think, you look at the... I mean, the fans haven't been respected, and I totally... And and that's another thing that Cameron Jerome didn't say, but I kind of feel like he wanted to, is that I don't think the players have respected the fans. At the start of the season, there was an issue that they weren't coming over and clapping the fans. And now at least they're doing that and owning up to it and saying sorry. Mm. And I, I wasn't actually at the game on Wednesday. I mean, I'm not sure if they did that. I don't know. Okay. It's a minor thing, but it goes a long way to the travellers. Yeah, support, exactly. Exactly. So I just, there's loads of, there are loads of problems. Mm. There's loads of problems. And they won't be resolved until next season. So we now lay in a position where the, the playoffs are, barring a miracle, gone. Um, we would be lucky to finish mid-table at this rate. Um, I think that's fair to say. Um, Quite strong, but okay. Yeah, just go with it. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't sacked Alex Neal at time of recording, and I don't think that will change in the next few days. No way. Um, so, it pretty much means, going forward, we're going to be in the Championship next season. Yep. We're going to have a lot less players than we currently do. Good. Um, and we still have the same manager at this current time. Mm-hmm. In that situation, what do we do? To Because next season's the big one. We're still going to have that parachute payment. I think that goes on for another season. Okay. If we don't go up next season, then there's real issues in terms of finance yes. and stuff. So n- next season is the big one. How do we prepare now? And what do we do mm. in terms of the laying the foundation, mm. you could say? Because I, I, it was an interesting thing, actually. My next door neighbour, who isn't really a Norwich fan, but he kind of just follows football. Yeah, I saw him as I was going to the gym today, and he said, "You know, it was a devastating, devastating display at Hillsborough, weren't it? Yeah. Weren't it, boy?" I said, "It was, it was." And he was like, "I think it was a good thing, though." I said, "Why do you think that?" He was like, "If we get promoted this season, we're going to come straight back down again." He said, "We need another season to build." And I think he had a point. I looked at him. I was like, "He was then going to his allotment." 
handful of, <laughs> handful of plants. I said, I'm not going to keep your rod. but um, Only in Norfolk. But I think you have a point. Mm-hmm. Because we, we've been this yo-yo club for a few seasons now. Yeah. Um, and we, we haven't really progressed since 2011, you could say. We're in the same place then as we are now. Um, pretty much. Same league. Financially um, a lot better. Yeah, financially stronger, but it, it, next season it's probably going to be similar. Yeah. Um, so, is it a fact of just building now, setting the foundations yes. right? So, yes, and that begins, Jack, with bringing in youth players. Mm. I think the idea behind the likes of Madison, Godfrey, um, you know, uh, Toffolo, was that we, we need to start getting them on loan now and bringing them into the mix. And I'm, I, I think that they're going to have to fast forward their plans a yeah. season early. Yeah. And I think from next season, we're going to have to play some youth players. Um, and, and, and they want it more. There's no is, is doubt it, is it almost? It it's all well and good to say, you know, chucking youth players in there because we, we've done that this season. But I don't say that. I don't say that lightheartedly because I've always been one to say, no, we need experience. Mm. But the experienced players haven't done it. They have not done it. And you look in the in the cup games this season, Jack, and to be fair, apart from obviously Leeds, of course, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, the experienced players yeah. played in, the youth guys put on a display, entertaining, scored goals and defended well. Yeah. So would you say it's almost a, a cultural shift in terms of yes. how, we, how we even yeah. run as a football club? Yeah. Um, I think Ed Balls has said that they're going to get... A, Different style of CEO in, um, yeah, you know, different structure, different structure. So yeah. because it's all well and good saying, oh, we'll chuck the youth in. We've done that this season with Jacob Murphy, and I know he scored nine, That's nine goals. Player, though, I know, right? but I know he scored nine goals. But he's done amazing, Jack. You're not going to slate him, are you? A lot of fans have slated him. That I is, haven't. That is crap. But but I'm going to say if, if 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 youth, you know, it, it, it's the same as in the Premier League. You need results week in week out. The what the, the few games that Jacob Murphy hasn't turned up. Fans have been on the back of him, which is horrendous, absolutely shocking. No need for it. Young player, hungry, cares about the club. Yeah, all right. He might not track back, but he's learning. Give the boy a break. And by the way, what the hell is the defender doing? The yeah. defender should be there covering Jacob Murphy's ass, knowing that he's not got the experience. He's got it in him. He's been our best player this season. He really has. He's been our best player. He scored the most goals. No. He's been the most Nelson entertaining. Nelson Oliveira scored the most goals, I think. Okay, all right. But for a young player, Jack. Yeah. All right. Show the guys some respect. I honestly urge all the fans out there, yeah. no, give I, the young guys I, more respect. Yeah, I, I completely understand the morals behind it. Um, and if you are listening on iTunes and you keep hearing a slightly vibrating sound, that's Chris. Chris um, <laughs> I keep calling you Chris. Chris. I've said that in a... Yeah, you said that last Krish. time, didn't you, as well? Chris, yeah. It's me punching on the table. Yeah. I'm getting um, quite so, aggressive. Yeah, um, final oh. point I want to make. Gary Rowett, still looking oh. for a job. Still unemployed. Don't start me on this. Do you want him? No. Don't even so ask me Alex this Neal. question. I don't want Gary... Gary Rowett and Alex Neal are the same manager... All right, Gary Rowett has had an amazing, wonderful, fairy tale experience at Birmingham. Alex Neal had that with Hamilton. Wake up. If you think Gary Rowett is the genuine replacement, I think he's desperate. I think Norwich fans are being quite short-sighted with this manager thing, right? Mm. I agree. Alex Neal shouldn't be the manager. So who should be that? Gary Rowett is not the right man for the job. Who is? Someone with experience. Someone with experience that's capable of getting out of this league. And if we have to pay a bit more money, if we have to lure them out of another football club, let's do that. Let's play nasty. When was the last time Norwich stole a manager, apart from Paul Lambert? 
Never. Because we always take the cheap option, Jack. So, okay, so... You Gary Routes, Gary okay, Routes, okay. he's not going to be there forever. Okay, so, okay, so you want an experienced manager. Yeah, I do. Um, and so do you. At, at this moment in time, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Steve Bruce was, was thrown about, not doing a great job at Aston Villa. Oh, boy. And Roy Hodgson. But if, if you're saying, okay, we're looking short term... You bring an experienced manager in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Claudio Ranieri. I'm throwing it out Fantastic. there. Fantastic! What a great manager! But he'll only be here for a couple of years, right? So and that's by a very then, short term. And by year. then, we would be in the Premier League. Let's go. Where would you go then? You go back what to a, to a Gary Rowett. You go back to a Gary no, Rowett. We don't, Jack. We <laughs> stay in the Premier League. <laughs> we who? Look at Swansea, Southampton, West Brom, um, all of these teams. Even. Even Blooming um, Burnley are now looking like they might stay in the Premier League, to be fair to them. Mm. All of these teams have been yo-yo clubs and they have established themselves. All right, Swansea's struggling this season. They've established themselves as Premier League teams. There's no reason why Norwich City cannot be that football club if led and inspired and instructed by the right experienced manager. So Alex Neal isn't the man. No. But you want to look long-term and get an experienced manager in. Yes. Is there anyone out there who filled them credentials? Possibly. Who? Well, first of all, we should sc- actually scour Europe. Yeah. Rather than but then, obviously next door. But then surely then you've got, you're bringing in a person who hasn't got English footballing knowledge. But it's about inspiration, Jack. It's a, it's a real key thing, right? It's, re- it's experience and inspiration. So someone that's managed in, say, Italy or Spain for, you know, three or four seasons, why not? So you genuinely think if we would have brought Gary Rout in... Three months ago, when we were still in the playoffs, we wouldn't have gone up this season. It's halfway house, isn't it, Jack? I think it's a, it's a gamble. It paid off with Alex Neil, but I think to say, oh, we'd definitely do it with Gary Rowan. Mm. Really? Would we? I don't know. So I, I suppose now, if you look at... If, if, if you look, if, if, don't get me wrong, if Gary Rowan came in, I'd be fully behind him, but I, I just don't think he's right for Norwich City. I don't. Okay, so... I suppose with everything that, that we've just said and taken in mind, Alex Neal is probably the right man to take us forward. He knows the club, experienced in England. Does he know the club? Well, he's been here is for he experienced three in years. Is he experienced Three years? No. No? Come on, you're winding me up now. Okay. But I suppose if, I, if I'm Delia Smith, mm. I would be saying, who, by the way, Delia Smith is here. Um, we'll open that up in a minute, that, that cookbook. Sold over six million copies. Seen in most kitchen. Well done, Delia. Yeah. She's a, she is a good old girl, isn't she? She is. Top girl. And she puts up with a lot of, including from me, I've, I've got on her back this season. But in fairness, she really cares. How can you hate a woman who has inspired over six million people to cook? How can you hate a woman that cooks the following? <clears throat> okay, so if you're on iTunes, we've basically got Delia Smith's, what's it called? Look. Complete cookery course. So basically, this was the book that made Delia Smith famous, and one of your mates gave it to you for it as a Christmas present. Yeah, um, this is a shout. Out. This is actually a Derby fan. Um, actually, we need to talk about this because we're building our set, aren't we? Yeah, we'll get onto that. Basically, okay. we're trying to think of a way for you guys to send things in to put on our table because, as you know, we like to have some food and drink. Today, we've got Fanta Fruit Twist, which is incredibly high in sugar, but we don't like our teeth anyway. Pretty awful. So we'll get rid of it. Do you not like it? It's quite sweet. We've got some milk chocolate cake bars. Oh, and we've got some know. jelly babies. Now, I think we've, we've got some questions from last week about um, our diets. As you can see, Chris is pretty ripped, but you obviously don't eat chocolate cake bars throughout the week, do you? You save for podcast night. Yeah. 
I just want to act like I'm a. I'm a anyway, you you open you open in the daily. Uh, yeah, so um, there's actually I think um, curried lamb kidneys or something in nice. there. Nice. Um, all sorts of um, fantastic recipes there. Oh, this looks nice. Um, I'd wholeheartedly recommend um, purchasing this book. At Delia Online is the Twitter tag. <laughs> um, Delia, if, if you'd like to sponsor, we do love you. Um, just just some, some spare change for you, maybe like 100 grand a month. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? We I'd could, rather we... she put it in the football club than sponsored our videos. Bloody hell, I wouldn't. <laughs> 100 grand a month, turn that down. That's, that's two weeks of laugh at his wages. That'd set us up for life. Crikey, I've just found an interesting one. Chicken with grape stuffing. <laughs> Bloody hell. 110 grams of breadcrumbs, four pounds of roasted chicken. I'll tell you what, you can't beat one thing that Delia does. One moment. Six ounces of seedless grapes. (laughs) Delia Smith, poached eggs. Yeah, you You cannot go wrong. That's the thing with Delia. Even the simple things, she's nailed. No, she's famous for the simple things, Jack. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I don't want to be touching on this for too long, but Delia's poached eggs, it's she actually describes the key thing about poaching eggs is the the water shouldn't be volcanic. It should be slightly simmering. Slightly simmering, yeah. Before you turn it on for eight minutes, precisely eight minutes. For anyone out there that wants perfect poached eggs, eight minutes. The thing that, Delia Smith. Well I think done. the thing that made Delia famous was she was drunk at <laughs> she, she, she's Heavily intoxicated when she cooks. No, that's that's a horrible thing to throw out that accusation. Let's not talk about Delia. Yeah, but what she does is she um she makes it accessible to cook, which we love about Delia. Yeah. Anyway, Gary Rowett, Chris doesn't want him. Um, look, the managerial thing is it's a it's a boring subject now, isn't it? I think we've just got to accept that Alex Neal is going to be here for the rest of the season. Yes. Okay. Moan of the week. What is your moan of the week? I was going to say Gary Rowett. Why? I was going to say that shout. What's yours? Mine is players that seemingly don't learn from anything. We have been making the same mistakes yeah. for the past four months. We have played four months, four seasons. We yeah, literally, we have played <laughs> tens, fifties, hundreds of games mm. and made the same mistakes. These guys are on the training pitch for four times a week. Yep. If I make a mistake in five aside, I'm not making the same mistake the next week. These guys are on the training pitch yep. for four times a week and they still don't know how to beat a first man from a corner, defend the corner, pick up a man. What are they doing? Honestly. Have a drink, Jack. I just look at them, I'm like, how are you doing this? It, you can't put your finger on it because there's so did you, many did different you see, things. I love Russell Martin, but did you just see his? Did you see his defending yeah. for their third it was goal? Un, it was unfortunate. He done a seven twenty spin. What's he doing? I'm gonna. Def, I, I don't know. I might. I'm gonna get abused for we, this, we, but I'm gonna. We've got ourselves Russ. back in the I'm game. It's two Russ. one. A cross comes in. He does some kind of bloody pirouette Russ, that you'd see on Dancing on Ice. Russ shouldn't have even been put in that position, Jack. In fairness, all right, to all right, cool. But he was in that position. He was in that position. <laughs> but he's been. But he actually cares, Doesn't right? It? Yeah, I, I know he cares. But <laughs> caring isn't going to take us up this season. And I just look at them players, and I'm like, "What are you doing all week? Like you just literally just. It's not hard. They're not inspired. Do, They're just, not. Yeah, they, I know. Just do the simple things. Do though. they want to? Do they really to be, want it? You don't have to be inspired to run about a lot. To pass the ball from one from a twenty yeah, yard that's not pass. Gonna, that's not going to get you. That's not going to win you games when you're one 0 down at Hillsborough, is it? 
Just do the simple things. Defending. I know defending is a is a scientific method, but just defend. Just put your bloody noggin on it. Yeah, go on. <laughs> anyway, what's your moan of the week? <laughs> no, honestly, I just... I, just I can't top that. I literally can't top and that. And the thing is, as well, we went 1-0 down. When go did they on, score Jack. their first goal? Their like, 11th minute? Go on, Jack. I tweeted, I was like, game over. Go on, Jack. And it was, wasn't it? 11 minutes yeah. gone, it's game over. Because I just you, know. So, so I took a different approach. I went for just being funny because I'm so, yeah, because I knew because so I knew it's gonna, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know you know it's going to happen so I was like you know what I'll have some Mr Bean gifts um, because Mr Bean summarised I love Mr Bean Mr Bean really does summarise North City Football Club you, you hate me yeah. um, halfway there yeah, I've actually got um, a lovely word that I saw tweeted and sorry I can't credit the person because I can't remember who I stole it off um, but <laughs> that's, the, that's, it, that's what uni lad that's their get out of jail free card so I don't know who to credit right don't know how so the word of the week the word of the week instead of moan of the week I'll go for word of the week omni shambles omni shambles omni shambles okay okay never heard of that noun mm-hmm. British informal a situation that has been comprehensively mismanaged, characterised by a string of blunders and miscalculations. <laughs> that right there is the definition of Norwich City Football Club mm. season. Omni shambles. Mm. Hashtag omni shambles. If it shambles, <laughs> omni shambles. Get get that as a hashtag. Omni shambles. Please, thank you. Anyway, nice. there you go. So, so that was all right. That's um, moan of the week. Right, hype of the week. Is there anything that we can get hyped about? <laughs> Um, Anything? I loved hearing Gunny on the radio. Mm. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. One of the things that I really didn't like about David McNally was the total lack of respect for... It was an ominous shambles. It it wasn't on the shambles. For not just ex-players, but legends of our football club that demand respect because... They're legends, yeah, and they're really good guys. Mm. Um, and you know, it's great. It's great. It's great hearing um, the likes of Gunny come on the radio. And by the way, Mark Rivers, yeah. has been on one <laughs> with yeah. the commentary and his tweet as well. I'm not sure if you'll be able to get that up, Jack, but um, he was going for it. And again, one of the things that I, I, I love hearing is I love anyone that is honest and truthful. I've got total respect for. Yeah. So that's your hype of the week. That's Brian, my hype of the week, Brian Gunn. That um, says it all because he played God knows how many years ago. Yeah. Uh, Go on, Jack. Scrape week. a hype out of the week. Come on. Mm, struggling. You know what my hype of the week was? Go for it. Um, Alex Neal swearing in his press conference, which means that the BBC have to put explicit content and you have to be over 18 to, to listen to it <laughs> on the iPlayer. I was like, I thought it was, I thought like they'd put it up and just like tick the wrong box. He actually swore in it. Brilliant. So that was that. Good. So all under 18s have now not been able to listen to the uh, to the to the um, press conference on on the iPad. Amazing. Uh, that's about it to be positive about, and it's okay. not even positive. No, you can't really be positive, can you? No. Um, right. Twitter questions. Yeah, go, yeah, we've got Twitter so questions. Many. We have got so many. So basically, we tweeted out um, on the Talk Norwich City account, and then Chris um, retweeted it, and I retweeted it, and we have got. Thanks so much. Honestly, thanks so much for the questions because it was going to be entertaining. So basically, we haven't, we're not going to be able to get all these in. Um, really? Let's quick fire them. No, we're not going to be able to get them all in because I think a lot of them deserve the deserve our time. Um, 
to be able to answer okay. them. Okay, come on, Jack. I'm come trying on. to Scroll find quicker. them on my phone. Scroll quicker. Trying to find them, trying to find come them, on. trying to find them, trying to find them. Scroll like you're running back to scramble the ball uh, away from the goal. Go on. Bloody hell, I can't find them. Come on. I've gone back too far. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> Bailey Smith with a nice um, deep one. Where did our season go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the start. Starting it. Kicking off. There's so many different things. Yeah, we've, we've gone over that. Yeah, uh, it's a collective. Sorry failing. for the lack of answer. Um, at awful Alex Neal says, "When will Gary Rout have enough of waiting for us and join another club?" Soon. I'm not answering that question. Okay, uh, Lucas Cook. If Alex was to go, <laughs> who'd you like to see replace him? Again, it's a, it's a tough one, but it has to be someone experienced. Yeah. Uh, at Rafa Royalty, do you believe your away defeat to Newcastle was largely responsible for the downfall of your season? Yes. Yeah, I do. 100%. Yeah, well done, Newcastle. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Screwed it, yeah. 100%. And if, if you look back to last season when we lost 6-2... Yeah, threw us off then as well, didn't it? Completely derailed Alex Neal and what he was about. So, yeah, 100% think that... Big defeats knock us off course, big time. But just the manner of that defeat was so hard to take. Yeah. It was so hard to take. Yeah, and Definitely. I don't know if it mentally affects the players too much, but when you know yeah. you're about to go seven points clear and then you're suddenly... But at the same time, I don't think it's an excuse to say, oh yeah, that's why we didn't go up. Yes. Because teams lose football football yeah. games and in, and in that kind of and manner, we and, and we need to bounce yeah, back And we that. accept that at the beginning of a championship football season, you're going to have... A bad run. You yeah. will have a bad run, but not as bad as we've been. Uh, Matt Slater says, what are the top three most important things that need addressing in the summer anywhere in the club? New CEO, good CEO. Mm, I think it's... Nah, I don't know. Because you, I think you've got to work from the top. Steve Stone, to be fair, I think would do a good job. Just get someone in that role. Okay. I know Steve Stone... Well, that's obviously going to be sorted out. I would say... The football manager... Is big, is up there. Yeah, um, and I would say sack off Ricky Martin and completely, no, completely no, reshape the that's harsh. I don't think it is. It's so Why is harsh? it harsh? Have, He's had one window. Yeah, and it hasn't worked. What do you mean it hasn't worked? Did we bring in the necessary people? No. <laughs> it hasn't worked. We've replaced and not added. Yeah. Okay. Yannick Vildschut on the bench. But did he have enough time? Well, I don't know. Rick's, but it's, right, okay. I don't, the three, I don't really the care, three, to be The three things are... He should have never been put football, in that job in the first the place. The football manager... Needs to inspire the players. We need to bring, use, and consistently play youth players that care about our football club and are actually, by the way, really bloody talented. Mm. And get rid of the Deadwood that we've wanted to get rid of for three yeah. seasons. And I think, yeah, th this is an interesting one. Um, we, uh, you know what? I think this actually might be my next door neighbour. No, it's not. <laughs> at HP basically says, in the long run, will we benefit from the season? Has he got, has he got the handle at HP? Is in HP Sorbs? No. Oh, okay. That's At sure. Frogged Kermit. Um, do you... Th I think it's German. Good. Well, in the long run, will we benefit from this season? Help stabilise mentality? No. Plus stop the yo-yo? I think we might. Scraping the barrel? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but you think about it. Like it's, a, it's an opportunity now to just completely reshape the way this football club works. Yeah. Sometimes you do... You go... All businesses, sometimes they just have to go, look... We need to change our business plan. In in our situation, mm -hmm. look, we need to just change the way. It's just not often in business that you have to rip all of the yeah. company out. Yeah. And that's unfortunately what we're going to have to do. We're changing the company 
structure. We're yeah. changing in the CEO. We're changing the company's culture. Yeah. In you know Delia and respect. And that is a huge and, overhaul. You know the ticket, the ticket pricing issue. Espe- the Jez yeah. and especially up when you've got owners who are at the latter stages of their life, and you know, I think that I think that implements into it as well. I don't. Know. I think if you've got young owners. It would make it a slightly bit easier to change. But Tom, but Tom, I know Tom is ready to go, and I, I'd love to get Tom on on a video soon because I genuinely think he's he Tom. Like Tom guy. instills that youthful perspective, hundred percent. All right, cool. Um, Gary Field is beer and cheesecake an acceptable podcast snack? And your predictions on our final league position? No. It's not an acceptable snap. What that is, was what is, lovely. It was, Becky commented on the video. She wasn't happy with my comments. I tell you what, I was in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah. I was in the doghouse for that. Why? Because you slagged off my girlfriend's I cheesecake. I said it was your fault for, for the way you stored the cheesecake. <laughs> the cheesecake was uh, nice. What's the question? Is it acceptable? I think we're just going to mix up the food each week. We've got some jelly babies, Fanta, and cake bars, which is just it's not exactly the. Uh, uh, the we don't eat like this all all week. Yeah, like, you basically like. Broccoli and chicken all week. Yeah, it's a bit boring. And like, games. Get the games in. Thanks, Jack. Uh, final league position. Um, seventh. No, really? Twelfth. Yeah. Okay, actually, the more important thing is, will we finish above Ipswich? Yeah. Okay, 100%. Good. Fantastic. Um, James Hastings, the same way as the real problem of our season. I think we've touched on that. Yeah. Um, Michael Ward saying the board is riddled with the indecision Ooh. and yet Rowett is available. He wants to cry. Rowett, First why, of all, Michael, Rowett? don't cry. Get some good food in you and just remember that you've still got your health. Um, Life's too short to worry about Norwich City that much. Oh, yeah, because we know we'll always be crap. I really want to see Norwich in Europe though, so I can't. I can't lay back on that too much. Um, yeah, look, the managerial thing. We'll, we might devote a whole podcast to that. <laughs> Awful Alex Neil then tweeted him back saying every Norwich fan wants to cry. Someone um, really spent the time to create an account called Awful Alex Neil. Yeah, and the, the profile picture is I have no idea what I'm doing with the Alex Neil thing. <laughs> play. Uh, uh, Peter Hunter says, do you think he will drop most of the team and give players like no, Madison a chance? He didn't comment not. when asked about the lineup. Unfortunately, I don't think he will. No, I, I think don't. he will. I, th- I hope he'll bring in players now because he's got to realise that there's a lot of players on there that don't care. He's got nothing to lose anymore, really, is he? Yeah. Now, we've, got, we've, got a, we've got a mission statement here. We've got a bloody essay from DJAM, James. He says, playoffs with the absolute minimum expectation this Correct. season. He hasn't delivered. Correct. Enough is enough. Correct. Sack him now, Oof. get Rowett in, and allow him <laughs> to get his stamp on things before the summer. So it's half the summer. rubbish in the squad and allow the youth a chance until the end of the season. Correct. Fans have been ignored far too long. Surely the club can't ignore this. They need to release a statement ASAP about what's going on. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> you... Look, we've touched on Rowett too. We've touched Rowett too much. This podcast, have we? Yes, Gary <laughs> Rowett is bored of us. We are bored of Gary Rowett. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think the communication system between club and fans needs to change. The club mm. are looking about that, and I think that has improved. Yeah, it will. It will. It will. It will. That's just a slow burner, and hopefully, we do get uh, that. Uh, loads, piece, loads of people saying um, top choices to replace Alex Neil. We'll get onto that when we do genuinely think Alex Neil will be sacked. But I don't think he will. And when there's a ge- and when there's a real contender, 
Yeah. You can't, Gary Rout's the only one available. Yeah, pretty much. He's um, desperate. James Caps, which of Delia's delicious recipes has Chris cooked so far? Well, po- poached eggs, of course. Yeah. Um, and I am looking at the um, the curried lamb kidneys really? um, as a top choice for Sunday dinner. I think Delia would have been a popular go-to person for pancake day as well. Apparently she's got like a on-point pancake mix. Yeah. Uh, that's that. Um, <laughs> well done, James. Thanks, James, for sending in the book. Yeah, by nice the way. one. We'll, we'll, we'll be sure to get some other stuff yeah. on, the, on the set. Respect. Joe Denton with an interesting one. If we lose to Bristol City... Oh, and, I saw this. ...and Alex Neal doesn't go, will banners and protests be the only way to get the board's attention from fans? So I guess the question here is, are is banners the... and protests an acceptable method of getting your voice heard? Unfortunately, this season in our situation, I think he might be right, and it, it's a shame, but I think he might be right. Um, I've always had the opinion that it's really important when you've gone through a tough. Oh, thanks so much. I have a yellow and green one. There's twenty grams of sugar for four jelly babies. Is it really? Uh-huh. Yellow and green. There you go. Ah. Um, sorry, where where was I? Um, I'm of the opinion that when your football club goes through a tough time, the the leader, the top yep. brass, top should, should come out and say, this is where we're at, we're sorry, and this is what we're going to do about it. It's just it's just key leadership skills. Yep. To, to stay quiet, I don't think is the right no. way, no. really. And just kind of go, it'll, it'll change soon. Yeah, you need you need a bit of an uplifting kind of motivational almost message for the fans to tell yeah. them it's going to be all right. Uh, Kirsty says, "Where can I buy one of those fabulous paintings featured in this week's podcast?" So this is the painting, but Chris, talk to us about this painting. So this painting um, is a is a one off special piece um, called Wes Moulahan. I love that. Um, and and also, if you go on um, Kirsty Sims' Facebook page. Um, who is a local Norfolk artist? Um, you can also get your hands on a special edition Josh Moofy. Nice. I'm <laughs> trying to think if you can, if there's any other players you can put Moo. Cow in puns. Yeah, like is there like a? Jo- oh, I've got one. John Moody. No, no, no. John <laughs> Ruddy. <laughs> I just. <laughs> John Ruddy. Rud. 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 And basically, what you could do. Is you could get Big John's face and just that the others coming from yeah, it. Kirsty, there's a request. I want John Ruddy with others on his head. That would be amazing. Um, <laughs> start, start personal one to you, Chris, from Johnny Micklewright. Okay. Here's a question personal. for you, Chris. Why do you cycle on pavements? You nearly took me out going down Prince of Wales Road. <laughs> Have you been a reckless cyclist? Okay. Two points. Point one... As a cyclist, I'm now biking on the path because of the horrendous one-way system from Norfolk County Council in Norfolk, who have ruined, the. Tra- they've absolutely destroyed the way that traffic works in Norwich. I'm not going to bore you with traffic talk, well actually I am because I'm doing it right now, but basically Norfolk County Council have well and truly cocked up. Norwich City Centre, I'm now cycling, and yes, occasionally I may cycle on the path because it's too dangerous to cycle on the road. I'm sorry if I accidentally... Did I... Did, really? Yeah, really? Just look, look down that lens, talk down that microphone, and pay Johnny a sincere apology because you nearly killed him. Johnny, I am so 
so sorry. Uh, I don't know when or why or how I almost killed you on my bike. Next time, let's have a high five. Um, and yeah, um, thanks. Cheers. Johnny, I, I also want to apologise for Chris's behaviour on, on, on our, on our I'm fine re- I'm city I'm representing road. the Talk Not City brand at the end of the day, aren't I? Yeah, so and you're going out there reckless on your, on, your, on your bicycle, thinking you're the big man, and you're hurting people <laughs> emotionally. Johnny went into work that day, and he wasn't the same man. No. Sorry, um, Toby Grief saying, no Godfrey or Madison in the under-23 squad. Does that mean they're involved in the Bristol City game? Hopefully. That'll be good, won't Great it? shout. You're Brilliant probably, tweet, by the way. Yeah, you probably love that kind of like Columbo almost intricate yeah, like looking that. at squads. Mm-hmm. Well nice. done. Um, Jamie Neve. Wow, this is a big question. Um, of the senior players at the club, who should be going and who should be staying? Let's say four players to go, okay. four players to stay. Uh, I do stay first. Okay. The most important players, in my opinion, spine-ish. Yeah. Johnny Housen, number one to stay. Yeah. Wes Houlihan, vintage, artefact, legend, Norwich City Club, mastermind. Yeah. He's got to stay too. Um, who else? I think I, I'd love to keep Pinto. I think Pinto is better than oh, the be. He just now. loves Norwich City. <laughs> you know, but brilliant. Good. Um, yeah. And who else to keep? I mean, obviously, to be fair, I'd, I'd love to keep Madison. If I was Madison, I'd be sniffing around other football clubs the way they've treated him this season. Yeah. To go? To go, the Bass. Yeah. Here for far too long, bless him. Michael still Turner. Bass. Oh yeah, he's still a Norwich player. Michael isn't he? Turner, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is still a Norwich City football Bloody club player. Carl Lafferty. Um, he had half a chance, didn't really do it. Um, I think it's his time to, to yeah. move on now. Um, who else could go, Jack? Are there any big ones? Is there anyone in that team, Jack, that you think, actually, you know what? You know, I don't throw, think you're worth throw, the value. Throwing someone out there who might, this might not go down very well. Tete. Get rid. <laughs> Average. Average. Knees are gone. He hasn't had a very good season. Malumbu, get rid. Is he from international football? Yeah, now? he did. No, 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 no. Malumbu has been a good player for Norwich yeah. this season. Yeah, I'd say he has. Yeah, I agree. He has, Jack. So we're getting rid of Lafay, see you later, Basong, Michael Turner. Tete would be a good squad player, though, Jack. I, I think don't he's want harsh. squad players. I want players. Yeah, but he's a squad player that's not poisonous. No, I know. He is a nice guy, isn't he? I'd actually quite like to see Stephen Naismith go. Yeah. And I think he will. Yeah. And I can't wait. Uh, who else? Well, that there? was quite harsh. Stephen Naismith has actually been okay. Yeah, I just love Pritchard. That, yeah, it's not hate. I'm, I'm not hating yeah. on Naismith. I just love Pritchard. Yeah, I get you. I hear you. Um, so that's all the Twitter questions we can fit in this week. And finally, let's do a little bit. Let's touch on Bristol City. Okay, we've touched route enough. Let's touch Bristol. Um, God, we're going to get abused for all this touching. I know. Um, yeah. So basically, we're uploading this podcast on the night of the Bristol game. So. You might be watching this after the Bristol game, in which case... Enjoy. Yeah. Um, Bristol, down the bottom of the table, haven't won since December the 3rd. Along came Norwich. Yeah. Is it? Is there anything more that we have to say, Jack, really? No. Um, They've basically just come out and backed their manager as well, Lee Johnson. Okay. Uh, I think we will win. Really? I suppose, yeah, I've got it written can't down you, here. Can't you see a Norwich win? Yeah, a chance to paper over the cracks, question mark. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, kind of. You can see it, can't you? Like a 1-0 win. Yeah, and everyone's like, actually, playoffs are on. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday lose with six points off. Oh, boys! E- even, even 
me is a, is a huge yeah, optimist. I know. Oh god. You know what? I, you know what I could see happening. I don't know. I, apparently, tell me Abraham's going to be out injured. Who's, the, who's their best player? We've, we've they, by what, the way, they were so poor at, at Carrow. Yeah, but they were actually in a decent run of form. But they like were that. so poor. They were yeah. one of the worst teams I've seen at Norwich all season. Yeah, and we only done them over one 0 just one 0 Okay. Um, so yeah, I think I don't. I really don't know what to expect from. Of course, we'd I love really a win, don't. but really, we're we're kind of saying we'll scrape a win. Basically, from now until the end of the season. Of course, I care about results, but I care more about team selection, performance levels, and what is done off the pitch more than if we scrap a one 0 win over Bristol City. Okay. Personally, because I think this season's done. Uh, I think even if we were to get in the playoffs, we're not going to win the playoffs. So it's for me now. It is preparation for next season. Yeah. Not embarrassing ourselves. Laying good foundations. Getting good habits down. Getting the right players in the right positions. Getting the right people in the right positions off the off and the pitch. And telling the fans a re- and giving the fans a reason mm. to. I know they've they've already renewed, but it's just get excited again. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's telling the fans it's going to be okay. We're going to turn it around next season, and that won't be instilled within the fans unless youth team players are played yeah, I agree simple as that so that is the TNC podcast episode 2 complete we have dissected the Sheffield Wednesday game we have talked about Gary Rout for far too long we've moaned we've drank we've shouted we've answered your tweeted questions we've read a cookbook we have read a cookbook I've sold some art yeah you should be on commission thank you 10% hopefully who knows? Um, yeah, if you're on iTunes, subscribe. Basically, go on your podcast app, click subscribe, and that'll go into your podcast app automatically whenever we upload. If you're on YouTube and you're new to the channel, subscribe and like this video. T- drop a comment about anything. Fanta, food, Delia, serious football talk. We'll read them. We'll reply to them. Chris, Boom. we're done. See you later. Once upon a time, a fairy tale.